Well, it could have been. <laughs> I already got I already got your sauce in my eye earlier. <laughs> I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning. The following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy. Babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was tough. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to do show prep? This could be a while. Cafe smash. Bad burning podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gum and cheese. Now I know why nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey. I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 111 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And we have special guests today again. Jody, yeah, the, the senior Jody, Elder Joe, Elder Joe. Last time, no, that's that a Mormon thing. Way too Mormony. I know, but we did that last time. No, too. we didn't. Yes, we did. Old did fart. We say the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, you did. You okay. said it sounded way too Mormony yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. And then we have. Um, do you want to go by your name? Do you want us to like give you a, a, a secret name like Rico Suave, or are you cool with using your name? John I'm Noah. Noah. Okay. <laughs> John Holmes. <laughs> John Holmes. <laughs> I'm Big Dick. <laughs> a little wanker. <laughs> oh, boy. A little. Which channel are you again? I'm going to turn you off. <laughs> and if things sound a little weird, folks, we apologize, but we are on a portable recorder because we are in Kanita, which, for those of you who are not in state, is like, I don't know, it's... It's an Indian reservation. It's a resort on an Indian reservation. Right. Yeah, on top of an Indian burial ground, which would explain a few things, right? Well, it's, it's an old Indian word for charge white men too much money. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to let that food down there. I'm like, so this is how they're getting back at us. Yeah. Shitty yeah. service, bad food, and... <laughs> Stupid white man. Thank you again for buying us dinner. I don't mean any offense by that, but... <laughs> well, half the food was actually pretty good. Yeah. And other half, not so much. Right. right. And that's pretty standard fare. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Resort food is not known for being the best. And right. I think the young lady doing our, she, I, I, I don't think she did well with a large group. Maybe right. was right. her first one. Right. She's kind of a rookie, I think. Yeah. yeah. You know? And yeah, two orders got forgot the first round and then one dessert order mm-hmm. on the second just round. Forgot. Just, just forgot. Just not just, entered. Just straight up not there, yeah. Yeah. Just not around. Like, nope, not gonna do it. But the ribs were incredible. <laughs> they were actually really good. I yeah. was surprised. So I was really sad I didn't order the ribs. <laughs> Well, you and I made the same mistake. <laughs> we I did. have to say that was some bunk shrimp pasta. I know, right? It was like it was even it was like it the was little baby shrimp. baby shrimp like the you get frozen in the um Oh, yours had shrimp? No. Yeah, well, I got kinda, I upgraded but... to the shrimp cuz oh. there's there, there was the pasta, the upgraded. pasta with chicken and then yeah. the pasta with shrimp. Well, it was like a white sauce and it was supposed to have the, the Romano, Romano cheese. cheese. Yeah. I could not taste a bit of cheese. No, it, it was like a like a jarred Alfredo sauce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like the ragu special. Yeah, it was no, not Ragu. Right. What was that brand? Sar- not Sargento's, but um. Oh yeah. The, the 
the one we always get. Uh, <laughs> what we go ghetto on our pasta well, sauce. I think I'd, I think I would have actually preferred top ramen. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it would have had a little more flavor. Yeah. yeah. It, that And that was it. It was just totally lacking in flavor. I put a bunch of salt in it. And a bunch of the pe- pepper it, helped a lot. The pepper did help. But at but any rate, anyway. I just was looking at the ribs like, I really wanted ribs. <laughs> <laughs> That's sucks. what she said. <laughs> wow. Yeah, right, right, off, right off the gate. The first thing he said. Ribs for pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Ribbed. But, yeah, I'm going to turn it inside out because I want the pleasure. <laughs> Same. Uh, that just reminds me of that horrible comic I saw in a hustler when I was about his age, um, and it showed this guy with like a warded out, infected penis, and he's like, "Don't worry, just think of it as a French tickler." <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> 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 These are speed bumps. <laughs> uh, I got to stop. <laughs> pleasure postules, right? <laughs> 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 I owe. That's, and moving on. That's where this is gonna go. So, babe, how was your week? Uh, I've had booze. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say good. You're gonna say good, uh, even though not good. No, I, I was gonna say, come on, there's a big event this week that's been not so fun. There was your busted ass ribs. Oh, that. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I was, I like you said what? it like it was an event, but it wasn't well, an event. Kind of, well, kind of was an event. <clears throat> it the was kids e- broke me. <coughs> yes, they uh they broke your they, well <coughs> cracked. Sorry, fractured. I have to like clear. <coughs> Ugh. Anyway, sorry. It's fine. At least I warned you. Um, <laughs> that's more ble- that's more uh, <laughs> manners than I give you. <laughs> exactly. Um, Twinkie or toaster strudel. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> he definitely is your grandson. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Uh, I'm secretly smiling. The kids used the couch, uh, the arm of the couch as a fulcrum to crack a couple of my ribs. Yeah. It hurts when I talk or move or breathe or sneeze or cough Mm -hmm. or move Mm -hmm. or don't move. Mm -hmm. You've said move three times now. Or move. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Any type of anything causes you pain. Yep. Pretty much. And just depending on the level of painkillers as to how much I can tolerate. Right, right. Meh. And from what I'm told... It'll never feel the same again. No, it will. It just it no, takes forever no. for it to get better. No, everybody's telling me like you'll get better, but then every now and then, like a cold breeze will pass over your ribs and it kinda will like, hurt. Kind of like being a teenage boy. Every once in a while, a cold <laughs> breeze comes by and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> he just <laughs> he, yes, he it's nods exactly like that. Cold breeze. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. You're the only teenage boy in this room right now, so. <laughs> I think I was in body. A, I think I was a teenager once, right? So yeah, that was fun. And then um, felt like there was other stuff that would, I'm sure there was. We always forget, though, don't we? I've been drinking a lot to dull the pain. Right. <laughs> I'm. I feel like I should be joking, but the only thing that seems to help is to take um, the Tylenol and Advil and drink two beers, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and that's what can help me sleep. That that just seems to be the thing that well, works. That's like a standard doctor's prescription, though, right? Well, it should be. We're all the final. walking wounded. You know, mm-hmm. my wife can't hardly stand because pinched nerve in her back. Right, mm-hmm. right. You fall down and save the alcohol. <laughs> oh yeah, break your ankle. Damn near. That sucks. Yeah, broken ribs, and I'm just <laughs> wore out. <laughs> I'm thinking about putting grease zerts in my knees so I can just lube them up occasionally. <laughs> That would be that would be an interesting Yikes. medical procedure. Like, doc, just uh, 
get the get these adjusted for <laughs> just pump some just grease gun just yeah. dunk, dunk, dunk. wouldn't that be nice <laughs> the bionic knee just like, you're good to go instead so, of paying the doctor like an asshole of money for that what about you would you um yeah it just worked work huh? things happened yeah and whatnot and then we had um oh no we had the uh Barbecue. The, yeah, I was the bar- barbecue bitch for yeah. Tempe's school thing last night. Yep. Where they were doing what? What are they doing? Is it like a garden? What is uh, it? Uh, like, but what's the? I mean, are they like? It's a. It's supposed it, to be like a school community, or like it's a not a community garden, but it's a school garden where they're gonna grow as a school vegetables and plants and oh. things. And it's supposed to get started like last summer. Oh, gotcha. So it's a little behind. It's a little behind, but also a little ahead. Like. It's a weird thing to time with school because most of your plant growing happens and harvesting kind of happens during F, when there's yeah, no well, kids r- there. Right. <laughs> radishes. Grow radishes. They grow quickly and they can harvest them. Right. But even that would be too late because yeah. school's over in five weeks. Yeah, yeah. good point. Um, so it was just a weird kind of thing. and But it's still a good activity. and They could grow marijuana and uh, sell it. I was going to, I'm like, you know, they can make a lot of money for the school doing There's that. There's a large clientele. Yeah, very much so. So. I, I don't see, I'm not, I mean, I'm sure there's skills. a, I'm sure there's a reason they can't, quote unquote can't. Yeah, probably. It's the 21 thing, I think. Yeah. 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 But growing it is different. It's not like. Yeah. For anyway. taking, consuming. Yeah. Mm. I'm yeah, just I mean, waiting for edibles to become legal because then I'll be happy. Well, I think they are if you have a if you have the script card. Yes. Yeah. 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 But uh, for general consumption, mm. not yet. Not yet. Okay. Any day now, so to speak. Mm, yeah. More or less. <laughs> yeah. No. That's that's. Yeah. So I did. Um. Yeah. It was just work stuff and then the community garden thing and then mm-hmm. I feel like there was something else we kid related. But I'm I don't really remember. sure there was something and I I've completely lost it. So. Yeah. I'm not sure. So I, who knows? Drugged out drunk parents. No, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I did just admit to taking medication and a couple yeah. of beers every yeah. night. Yeah. Yes, but we're talking like ibuprofen. I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I did one. I did <laughs> one day. Drink beer. You're gonna ruin my mistake. High schoolers be like. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I did take one day. I think it was Wednesday. You had a Vicodin. I I did Vicodin all day, leftover from my surgery, mm-hmm. instead of anything else, and it didn't didn't even really do much so no it was yeah actually the anti-inflammatory probably works better than the painkiller right right yeah take them both (laughs) (laughs) that's a big thumbs up by the way (laughs) (laughs) for those you can't see (laughs) which is pretty much everybody (laughs) not a video format dude (laughs) our fans are Mm -hmm. all right so what'd you do this week this work i yeah i got to drive my truck around and pick up scrap metal uh, yeah, it was really fun. Um, and every night after work, spent out at the racetrack, building a new shack, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, getting ready for the racing to start next Saturday. So a shack, not a shanty? Yeah, it's a shack. It's okay. a, it, it is a replacement of the old candy shack. Remember the old oh, candy shack? I sure do. Well, no, it is. That one it, 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 it's in a burn pile. <laughs> no, I mean, but like where it located on the property was. Yeah, it? right where the old one is. Which was was right across from the concessions. Okay, where the the old building, was, where the alcohol, was. Uh, which isn't there anymore oh. either. You guys weren't doing a beer garden anymore. We do, but a whole uh, new shack built up by the grandstands nice. with a little patio, nice. and it's actually very nice. It's very posh, huh? It's very posh. Right. I mean, for Columbia County, yeah, it's right. outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Well, if Columbia County is going to do anything right, it's the beer garden at the racetrack. Good point. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Yeah. 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 But we built this uh, new shack and uh, because the old one was basically infested with mold and mm-hmm. mildew and falling through. And well, Okay. It was pretty bad when I worked in it 15 years ago. We'll say that. Yes. Um, That's pretty accurate. That's yeah. pretty close. But yeah, it's a brand new with, with actual real, real wiring and electricity Ooh. and- and, wow. Yeah. Fancy pants. We're going to paint the inside. And, but that, and we're trying to put up new. Um, it's a car counting system. Instead of the scorers having to physically watch cars drive by the start-finish line, mm-hmm. it's actually an electronic. Beam. Well, beam, yeah. It's an overhead that comes down, and uh, every car has to run, run a, a transponder in it. And then it's uh, keyed to that car right. number. And now we're getting into the. 19th century at yeah, least. I was going to say you guys were updated until like, you know, 20 years ago. So yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's just so much work right. to get involved. And I bet that's what's been holding it back from happening is that it is a lot of work to get it started. Yeah. <clears throat> and our, our president is is just wanting to get it done. So it's happening. Mm-hmm. And we made a lot of money last winter. A um, Christmas tree seller for charity mm-hmm. in Portland says if we would volunteer to come up there and serve <laughs> and serve sentences for three hours at a time, all the money that we would have, they would have paid out, they'll give to us. Oh, wow. And we made $3,000 on it. That's not wow. bad. So by doing that, all that money went into the transponders to buy the system cost $4,800. That's not bad. Yeah. Huh, cool. So That's pretty awesome, actually. I mean, because isn't a lot of the driver complaint that the scoring was done improperly? And it's slow. Yeah. Um, uh, trying to get reline up on yellow flags and, and whatnot. And this will speed things up dramatically. You know, it would be a shorter list of what the drivers don't complain about. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and there has been but mistakes made. But yeah, that's my point is it's yes. one of the few things that they actually have a legitimate complaint because <clears throat> it's human error. I mean, yeah. and there's a lot of error going into ha- watching, you know, 15 cars go around a track. Uh, yeah. 15, Left 16 turn. cars. Yeah. Um, and, and not just, not just human error all the time, but occasionally bias mm-hmm. right. plays in. Right. And we know that happens. So if you have the computer doing it for you, then it's not going to be an issue. Yeah, not an issue. Yeah. The next step was, was called uh, race receivers. Mm-hmm. And what that is, every driver has a little earpiece that they can only be transmitted to mm-hmm. from the scoring tower or the flagger. So they can talk to the driver. The talk driver to the driver, right. exactly. And that way they can uh, we can do line up, get here, get there, get there. You oh, know, nice. you know what? Here's your warning. One right. more time of doing that, you're out of the race. Right. Blah blah blah. Yeah, but yep. they, no no harassment back from the drivers that way. Correct. So. Nice. <laughs> I can talk to you, <laughs> but you can talk to me. Exactly. Call you, call you a little bitch, and you just have to deal with that. It. And that's the next step. Cool. And those the transceivers for the drivers. I mean, I mean the, the race receivers uh, cost like a hundred bucks. Right. Hundred bucks one, a piece. One time. Right. Yeah. But and no like general overarching. Nope. nope. So how many would you guys need? I mean, we need one for every driver. Per like, per every car on the track at the time. At right. the time. So and you guys have like what a maximum of what twenty at a time? Oh, sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. But every driver usually buys their own. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and and they they buy them. Some tracks also when you come you, they rent them. Right. Mm-hmm. We have our own. They rent them. But almost every track has them now, at least for yeah. one class or another. Yeah. And uh, but that's the next step. That's probably next year. Cool. Nice. That so, sounds like fun. It is. It actually makes us feel more Official? legit. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And then over there, um, 
How's school going, buddy? How are those grades? Oh, you don't, don't, yet? don't ask. Don't ask. Algebra? You doing good in math? <laughs> what about science? We know biology you're practicing pretty fucking hard in. Eh? <laughs> I have an A in that class. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. And psychology. Yeah. Reproductive systems. I was saying, <laughs> he's got detailed maps. <laughs> How long have you been dating your, uh, your uh, boo now? Four months Four on months. Monday. They're counting the like the I know, three right? week anniversaries. Right. And it's so it's so cute. Do you remember that? Yeah. No. I do. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> My one and only high school relationship started on the day the new Carissa crashed oh. into the Oregon coast. Whoops. And ended the day they blew it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. It was like six weeks. <laughs> that was funny. it. That works. No, yeah. But uh, I have a AP European history exam on Friday for college credit, and I've been studying like crazy. I was going to say, we, at least we know you'll get that one okay. Yeah. Yeah. You've always been really good at being a history buff, so. But the only class I'm not doing so hot in is geometry. Geometry. Yeah. See, and I get geometry. I figured, like, sp- you know, English, spelling. Your your family has a bad history oh, of spelling. Shush. I'm just saying. Tubs in the ears. I can read very well, right? Not so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love your mom's Facebook posts. I'm like, I, I got to translate them. Hold on. That means. Okay. I, it's, like I got, it's like looking at the hieroglyphics on the gay walls. You're like, mm, that one's an F. Okay. Oh, that's what she's saying. <laughs> yeah. I avoid uh, writing anything on social media. <laughs> Every once in a while you come out, but it's only when you're gushing about your, uh, your hot piece of teenage ass that you've got going on there. Whoa. Whoa. What are you talking about? No, no, no. From his perspective. (laughs) I am not making any comments about, you know, I haven't even seen her ass. I'm I'm just saying what you have said about her, like your boo, bae, love you, blah, 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 mushy, mushy, you know, so... Yeah, you put your foot in your mouth. That I did. Awesome. It's all good. It's fine. It happens at least once per episode, so I'm, we're not used to it by now, so it's all gravy. You're so. funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I did find the note that I made about what we were supposed to talk about today, oh, so we're good there. I no. even found the articles. Ooh. Yeah. The ones yeah. I haven't read. Um, well, I'm going to go through it here real quick. So the, the gist of the article is um, <clears throat> mom was investigated by child <coughs> services for letting kids play in the backyard. And quite frankly, that's exactly like it's not blown out of proportion. That's what happened. Um, let's see here. Go through the. I'm just trying to get the facts here. Uh, <laughs> From a news story. The hard hitting facts, right? Yeah, I know. From the internet. <laughs> just, just the hi- highlights is what I meant. The highlights of the article. That's better. So basically, a mom let her kids play out in the backyard, but she wasn't like hovering. You know, she was in the kitchen doing dishes. She was kind of just listening, making sure they were there, but not actually like you know running around chasing them and whatnot and they don't know exactly who but one of our ne- ne- um, neighbors called what they this is in canada so they called a cfs worker um to t- conduct a well-being check to make sure everything was kosher with the way she was raising her kids and the house was good and all that jazz um guy person shows up checks it all out nothing's amiss everything's golden but because the complaint was filed it went through official channels and they checked it out. She now has an actual permanent record. A black a, mark a black on mark her. On a record for nothing. Um, and it, I've, it, I guess up there, so many black marks will result in, you know, actual actions. Actions. Um, now, once again, I could be talking out of my ass. I don't know how well they're, I know like CPS down here seems to be hit or miss depending on what they're paying attention with. But um, 
Yeah, so basically just doing what Jody and I do all the time yep. is send the kids out in the backyard, let them play, and just check on them once in a while to make sure they're not dying and toss some water at them and some food. And It's kind of like animals. You just kind of like, you know, <laughs> throw them a chicken bone once in a while. Let them <laughs> and, and I remember that's what my parents did right, to me. Right. Uh, like It was like, get out of the house and don't come back until the sun is out. Right. It is gone, you know, like... Go pull the stink off you, yeah. yeah. So and I, so, you I know, can't imagine. Well, we've got multiple generations I'm, here too, because we've got we've got Elder Joe, um, the, the elder statesman here, who grew up in a time where you know it was a lot more. It was really that much. Like you're going to go out, you're going to play. And if you come back before it's sundown, mommy's going to be pissed, or daddy, or whoever was watching. Um, and then there was us, which was I, I and I have kind of a unique upbringing from growing up on a military base. Then there's Noah, and then there's even your younger siblings, and my kids that are the same age. So. Yeah, when you were uh, a kid, you were just kind of out and free and footloose and free, uh, right? I lived out in, in Quincy, Oregon, <laughs> which is a suburb, sub, the suburb, the suburb, <laughs> a suburb of Klask and I, which is like eleven hundred people. I mean, we were out in the sticks, and I lived out in the Dyke Lands, um, <laughs> which has a whole different meaning then than it does now. Um, <laughs> and I, the closest friend I had was four to five miles away and i walked there and and i'd come back at night with the animals in the ditches and mm-hmm. yeah it's Did you get chased by a nutria oh once? yes yes nutria no no it wasn't actually a nutria it was a possum oh. Oh, those are little bastards possums are mean <laughs> right uh and but, for our, our out of country listeners if your possums are all cute and cuddly, ours aren't. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. If you've ever seen an Australian possum, they're, they're like of, they're like a giant teddy bear. Yeah, they, just look, they look cute and furry and friendly, and then ours look like you know. Well, our <laughs> our our possums look like rats on roids. I was gonna say yeah. meth, but yeah, meth. Yo, no, meth is way better. Yeah. <laughs> but they have all their teeth. So can't tell the difference between the citizens and the opossum. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, he used opossum. Opossum. I know. Jeez, oh, getting all fancy yeah. with it. But uh, yeah, um, it was yeah it was completely different. If I was gone all day, I would spend the night at my friend's house, and we didn't have a telephone. Right. We and we did have a telephone. It was a party line. That means there was five different people on the same line, which even in my time period, that was still a little out there. That right. was still a little old. Um, we had a black and white TV that got two channels. And if I and if I turned it just right and messed with it, I could get channel 12 kind of so I could watch Rambling Rod. I grew up with Red Skelton and Ed Sullivan show. Fun stuff. I sound old. <laughs> All of a sudden, you kind of do. Yeah. Like, I don't consider you... A, you're yeah. a pretty young, old guy. But, but, I mean, you know, um, our grade schools, I mean, it took an hour... You know, I got on the bus, and by the time we stopped everywhere, it was, you know, the old Mager grade school, which no is, you know, which is now owned by. It was a commune for a while. It's a Buddhist monastery. No, no, that's oh. the Quincy Mager. Oh, yes, right. Sorry, that was built after Mager. Uh, then I went to the Quincy School, which was a four grade school, and then when that was done, then you went to Claskenai, the where the the high school was. Mm-hmm. But they built the Quincy Mager grade school, which was brand new. And now it is a Buddhist monastery. Yep. It's, nice. It's pretty. Oh, whack. Buddha, Buddha, Buddha walking everywhere. <laughs> Where'd that come from? I don't know, but every once in a while he just pops up and chimes yeah. in. And yeah. He's like, our, yeah. And then, um, so, and then when I was a kid growing up in the, in the mountains. Yes. 
I was pretty, we were like, the rule was if you heard the horn honk on the car three times to get home as fast as you could. Other than that, we were pretty much whatever you want. My, my grandma lived next door. So we could walk over there. The babysitter lived next door on the other side, but we're talking about, would you say like quarter mile between the two? Quarter to a half. Yeah. Yeah, Quarter to a half mile (coughs) between the two driveways, not counting the driveways. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So and all the livestock and various other animals and critters, right. the elk, yeah, mostly elk. But those things are scary in the dark. I oh, am yeah. telling you, oh my god, they're scary. Well, the funny thing is, you probably scare them as much as they scare you. But no, yeah. you don't. No, they're no. not scared of you at all. Domesticated out there. elk. They're no. It's not that. It's that, that they don't you pose care. No threat. This is true. They could kill you if they really want. I mean, they're not. Uh, you're you're they're on not their aggressive turf. creatures. <laughs> But if if you threatened them, they would just kill you. Right. You're not a threat to them at all. Yeah, you're, not, you're now on their turf, so oh, fuck you, whatever. They it doesn't are matter. scary. They're yeah. so big. They're so much bigger than you think they are. And that sounds like a setup to a joke, but it's mm-hmm. just they're just. That's what she said. <laughs> they are wild cows. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. With and some of them have big horns. So. Yes, and then I grew up on a military base, so I. I had no fucks to give. I mean, it wasn't like anybody was going to hurt me on there. If they did, they knew who. Except your mom thought that. There was times. I mean, she she panicked a bit during the war and whatnot. Um, but I think that was more just um, her worry and concern for my father manifesting itself elsewhere. I mean, honestly, we were on one of the safe. We were literally in one of the safest locations you could be as far as a wartime situation goes. We weren't, yeah. weren't that far from NORAD on a military installation in the middle of the fucking Rockies in Colorado. Not a lot's gonna happen that far inland. If anything's gonna get taken out first, it's gonna be one of the two coasts, and anything happening there. So we're pretty good. But 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 if you go percentages, there's just as many pedophiles. No, there are child. You know there are. But the, there is there the, were anywhere else. Their difference though is that they're all registered. I mean, so if something were to happen, you kind of got a list of people to check out. Like, yeah, I need to look yeah. at him, 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 and him. You know, it's not like there's just these unknowns that. So I, I was like, and, and he may be considered AOL when. AOL. That's AOL. That would be a computer. <laughs> America Online. AWOL. AWOL. I knew where you were going with it, but I couldn't let it <laughs> yeah, go. go. <laughs> but because if it was found out by his <laughs> fellow military personnel, mm-hmm. he probably wouldn't be alive. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. That might become the name of the episode. AWOL or AOL. <laughs> no, he, he might have been AOL. <laughs> I think that might be the end. That's a winner. Um, <laughs> what about you, sir? Uh, I grew up in apartments and duplexes for most of my life, so there wasn't much of a outside to go to. Oh, so, so like he never hung out with this guy at his property and did stuff with him? and <laughs> Before he was young enough yeah. to wander. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, Closer on mic, please. I, uh, there you go. I really enjoyed going up to my grandparents' house and uh, my aunt and uncle's house because they did live in the country and mm-hmm. I got to experience things that way. But I lived in the city for the mm-hmm. most part, so I didn't, up until I was 12, I didn't really get to go outside Now, now you do realize your the, city experience the big city. <laughs> versus my city experience <laughs> differs. Because that's where I kind of have both. I, I grew up in the military installation, then we went to the, you know, to the city, but we were actually more... In the parts of the in the parts of Oregon that scare your mom, let's put it that way. That's where I grew up. <laughs> Gresham, Gresham, I her, and Portland. I tell her the guy I'm dating was on Sark Street, and she's like, <gasps> "Oh no, there's like people out there that shoot stuff." I'm like, kind of like here in Columbia County. Well, about one of her worries was, "What color is he?" <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> no. I don't think she actually no. said that, but Columbia County strikes again. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, and, and so part of what the article discussed here and what it said was uh, um, what the lady was pissed off about. She's like, well, if you had any concern about my kids, why don't you try knocking on my door first? Oh, no, to me, that's that not allowed. Thing. You know, people yeah. don't do that anymore, though. They yeah. don't. No. They don't. Um, um, and so, yeah. So for, you, for a lot of reasons, though, because it's right. not just it's not just because I'm too <clears throat> chicken shit to tell you right. that I've got a problem with you. It's also because people get shot now yeah. and i and i i mean i that's a obviously a big extreme no but, but it's the truth but at the same time though it's one of those things that in some ways it's like well, mind your own goddamn business i mean you shouldn't really be this concerned about if the kids are i mean and, and i actually have two articles i'm gonna put in the show notes here because the other article was talking about in fact i'll just pull it up right now too just kind of show the um the, the difference here was uh let's see Okay, it's loading, loading, loading. Yeah, it's going to take a second where yeah. we are. <laughs> no, I'm on the Wi-Fi's. Yeah, it's going to take it's a second still, where we are. It's loaded. <laughs> so, parents who forced emaciated six-year-old boy to live on hot dog smoothies sentenced to 20 years. So, and this is in, Wash- this is in Washington State, yeah. by the way. Yahoo. Go us, right? Um, so, uh, so, part of what they did is they, they had him on a hot dog smoothie diet. Um, something about, I think he was locked in a cage uh, and... Um, he was emaciated the whole time, but but CPS have been called and they've been reported multiple times, and never nothing and happened. Nothing happened. Yeah. So yet this lady in Canada who's doing no wrong, who's now got a permanent black mark on her record because they won't remove it, they won't expunge it, um, because a neighbor wanted to be nosy because she wasn't you know within a close enough proximity of her children, her children that she you know is taking care of that are fed that are well balanced, et cetera, et cetera. And then you got these guys from Washington who have been called you know multiple times had cps called against them the whole nine and nothing's done and it's like there's these two brought into the polar opposites yeah and so it it, it it's it's just it's interesting for me because you have these people that you know either you have the ones that are too far up your ass about something or they're never you know they don't have any involvement whatsoever but no one like you said no one for whatever reason will actually talk to you about it anymore it's always got to be either behind your back they're bickering about it or they report you to child services when they're not supposed to be or when they do it. So the whole system's kind of broken. Um, and I couldn't imagine not being able to send my kids out in the backyard and let them play and experience it a little bit. Cause we've got, you know, and even our situation's not perfect. We've got an unfenced backyard. Um, they can't really get too far, but it's not like they're, they're corralled in. We know where they're going to be, but they've also got very definite rules that they know that if they cross a certain threshold on either side of the house and I find them there, there'll be hell to pay. There's going to be hell to pay. There's consequences. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a lot of what's missing is there's not consequences anymore for some of these kids. So that's why there's, you know, like, even like we saw it here tonight at this resort. There's these kids running around slamming on doors, beating stuff around and whatnot. And uh, a girl that must have been Tempe's age or possibly younger took off past me as I was going to the car to get those batteries and went and hopped in the pool. Her parents are still chilling in the hotel room. It's like, so there's always like, you see these just grand polar opposites. Like, okay, either you're too involved and you're, you're hovering around the kid all the time and not letting them live, or you're sending your kid off to a pool where they could drown and die. There's no lifeguard on duty and I'm going to watch sports. Right. <laughs> well, sports are important. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. Clearly. Like the Blazers are doing something right now, right? You know, ooh. <laughs> Mr. Anti Sports. Yeah, just certain ones. But most, most ones. Most ones. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting. Into, I'm, I'm starting to dig rugby. Uh, I, I think actually your your, your anti sports is more anti fanatical sports fan. That too. Yeah. I, well, it just it's one of those things that without getting too far into one. Okay, we better not. <laughs> no, no, no. They're 
I don't see why anybody should make that much money for oh, n- bouncing a ball down a court yep. or any of that crap there. I totally agree. When you've got guys that are picking up a gun and going to protect the country or whatever, yep. whatever your thoughts are on the military versus not military, whatever, you've got these people who are in the armed forces or police officers or whatever that are there to help protect and serve the trust and in the peace <laughs> and whatnot. Um, and they, you know, are barely making it by. And then you get these assholes that, you know, I can bounce a ball and make it into a basket. And I'm getting millions per year. It's it's the same mentality that parents live through their child's yeah. sports. Yeah. And, but we do it as a society. Mm-hmm. We, we, we try to live through all these, um, athletes, you know, and Vicariously, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I, and I think that's it. And, and I, and I, I get the fever now and again. Mm-hmm. It's just that I'm, I'm a big race car guy, yeah. but I'm just bored with NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Just bores the hell out of me anymore. Same old, same old, right? Yeah, it's the same old, same old. Always a left hand turn. It just seems like it's never, <laughs> yeah. never, never ends. a right hand turn. Never, you guys, well, they do. They run road courses. <laughs> I was hey, now we do. We can turn right once in a while. <laughs> when we've turned left too hard, then we got to, <laughs> you have to go back right. right? <laughs> but yeah, I, I just uh, is bored because of the over commercial no no yeah <laughs> of it all. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. So you take um, what's his name? Uh, da, da, da. Uh, the guy that was married to one of the Kardashians, um, the basketball player that was found in the Bunny Ranch, all oh, drugged out. And dead, I do right? not remember. Lamar Odom. Right? Odom. Okay. okay, so that dude made ass loads of money for all this stuff, and then and he is a dumbass. Well, he is, but you, you have these people that let their kids idolize yeah. these sports figures, and then like then then when these people fuck up, well, how could you do that? My my son idolize. It's like no, your son shouldn't idolize this person or whatever. Or, and and you know whatnot. You you should be able to handle this yourself. Um, well, you you should be the kid. Well, that, back what. oh god, Charles Barkley, which is a national figure. Um, at one point, when he was still a a vibrant basketball player, right? He made a big deal about I should not be mm-hmm. your child's idol and who they live by. You should be right. I am not the person that they should base their life on. And he was taken to task for that, right? Um, because of that attitude, and it's true. Well, and, and yeah, and they're they're held, supposed to be held to these standards, but then you you figure you, you get these guys that are fresh out of college that you toss millions upon oh, millions of dollars at, and they have no idea what to do. Well, especially if they have never had like if, if they come from a poverty yep. background or whatnot. So and then and then you wonder why they're you know you know snorting up <laughs> because they they don't know what to do with everything they right. have. They just have no clue. I mean, it's they've never had that kind of cash before, and they so. have their posse. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, the money posse, right? Yeah, um, and so that's like with like with, like with Ezra, he's very big into basketball. He's very big into all this stuff, and I've always tried to keep him with a level head. Of you can like the sports, you can like these things, etc. But we need you need to understand that a the likelihood of you getting rich off any of this stuff because <laughs> he's had a dream of being like an NFL player and an NBA. Like, when I start my basketball career, my buddy. <laughs> the one basket you made oh, was wow. for the wrong team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. on the flip side, he's really good at rugby. Like, we, I think we found something here. So it, it's possible that he could at least have a good time with his high school career doing the rugby games. Yeah. Not possibly get a scholarship out of it. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but it's – I've always tried to really float that with, hey, you know, yes, these things are there, but you can't – this is not a lifestyle that everybody can achieve, nor is it really a lifestyle you want when people are only around you because you have cash, because they know you can, you've got lots of money. Yeah. Um, and not a lot of parents do that. Not a lot of parents like you know level their kids out or, or help them out with those real those real life. You know, your chances are slim to none. <laughs> and I think that sports have changed over the years because when Elder Joe over here was a kid and 
watch sports if he ever got to. I guarantee you that the mentality that these players had was very different from what the players have today. For example, Walter Payton, a very famous football player who is idolized for all the great things he's done. Mm -hmm. Where today you have Ray Rice, for example, who beats his wife in an elevator. I don't see that happening very often 50 years ago or 30 years ago. Well, actually, it probably did. You just didn't know about it. We didn't know about it because there was not it, there was not any social media. Right. There wasn't cameras everywhere all the time. It's just like we knew about Bill Clinton and his flings in the Oval Office, mm-hmm. but we didn't know about Kennedy. John Kennedy mm-hmm. with his special room that all the women came to. You know, and and there there was a a different decorum when it came to the media. The media. Yeah. I think it I mean it mostly comes down to the media <clears throat> the media play, paid a certain respect to people uh, of stature, public figures. Yeah, right? yeah, and they would keep things quiet to a certain extent. Yeah, well, I, I believe to a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, our, our the greatest FBI agent ever. You know, he was a cross dresser, mm-hmm. and you know, if that would have ever came out, then it would have been the end been, of his right. career. Yeah, end of his right. career, and the scandal would have went on forever. Right. And you have to wonder how many people knew. I mean, there were a lot of people that knew. A lot of people knew. Um, but clearly not enough to make a difference. No. It was no. really, looking no. back on it. Like Social crazy. media has completely changed the world. Well, the internet in general. The internet's yeah. changed because it's instantaneous access to information. Not we know when it happens. Yeah. Well, and not always is it correct. I mean, there's lots <laughs> of times where either the information you find is bunk, the information you find is just gross, um, you know, uh, or the um, or there's just... My favorite is we have this now this 24-hour news cycle where there's like, you know, there's no new information to report, but so-and-so has been shot. It's like, well, if you don't have anything new to say, then shut up and well, come back to me when you, know, you do. You the, know, the going back to actually your topic uh, of of these two stories, without social media, we probably would have known of either one of them. Right, exactly. I mean, well, and, and, and that's the part that bugs me is that we have these, you know, like in some ways we have these windows into people's lives that they allow, like, you know, when you post us on social media, people are going to see it. They're going to mm-hmm. know it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so it's almost like they, but at the same time, they can't, you know, like they they might be watching or seeing these things or whatever, but they, they can't just walk over to their neighbor and say hi or ask them a question or say, I've got a problem, something that happened. Yep. So on and so forth. Um, I, I'm just the, the, the one, the first one we brought up about uh, being turned in by the neighbor. Right. I, I it, it just pisses me off it does. so much. Yeah. Well, and, see, and that bothers the hell out of me because it's one of those things that CPS, CFS, whatever it's called, it was designed for a reason because there are those parents out there that are just shit and they shouldn't have had kids and, you know, so on and so forth. And, and, and the kids do need protecting somebody that's going to protect them in theory, you know, so on, et cetera. But, the, but then you get these bunk calls where somebody like, like, shouldn't have somebody have like maybe done a little of asking like some pre-qualifications in the phone call there oh so the kids are playing out in yeah. the backyard okay where's the mom exactly yeah I see oh she's on. in the kitchen like washing dishes are, are, do they, are they dirty oh no they look well fed and they're clean okay 
well, you're a fucking nut. Goodbye. <laughs> Click yeah. and be done with it, right? You're not wasting agency time at that point. You're not doing this. But then on the flip side, if they did that, then you'd get these people who, well, you didn't investigate that claim and somebody called it in if something happened, you know, and, and something did go wrong there. Um, so, I, you know, it's kind of you're, you catch 22. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't because if you don't react and something happens, you're going to mm-hmm. get fucked over for it. But if you do act and there's nothing there, you're going to get fucked over oh, for it. Um, I forget. And if, if if my wife can help me, what was the child services name when we were younger? CSD? CSD. CSD. It is. Yeah. Okay. All in right. Oregon. All right. Well, the situation I lived in was, was, was so freeing. Um, I lived in squalor. Right. We, at one point, they, they came in, they pulled the electricity out of the house. Um, my dad was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. My grandmother... When my grandfather was still alive, things were pretty normal. Right. You know, maybe a little archaic, kind of like the new commercials, The Settlers. Yeah. That's kind of what my childhood was like, except I had a little more modern clothes. <laughs> um, and, you know, no indoor plumbing. Uh, and CSD, never, they knew of the situation, but they never tried to fix it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, only while well, I ended up in foster care, only because the house burnt down. Right. And they took my dad away to the funny farm. Yeah. Seriously. So they had they had to. They had to. Uh, but they knew about it. My dad sexually molested me. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of creepy. Um, that's why I have no no sympathy. Right. <laughs> yeah. For you have zero zero tolerance, zero tolerance for that kind of crap. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, they could have done something about that, mm-hmm. but they never did. Right. I yeah. find it interesting the cases because they do. They are selective. They yeah. they see something and they decide to intervene or they decide not to, and how they choose that is so random and and subjective. Oh, it is. It's totally mm-hmm. random. Yeah. You know, the only time I got a good meal is when I went to a friend's house. Yeah. That's how I ate. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't realize I was surviving that way or not. When then I right. was just. Right. It was just the way things were. Yeah. I hated those late night trips to the outhouse. I oh. was scared to death. How far away was it? I mean, a oh, hundred yards. Oh yeah, that would be yeah. that would be pretty bad. I mean, yeah. out just, there. I mean, yeah. I took you to where I live. Yeah. yeah. And it's. It, I mean, when you say Dyklands, <clears throat> you know, <laughs> it, yes, it has a different meaning now, but uh, <laughs> it's all these these like. Everybody lived on the top of the dikes, yes. and then everything else was swamp, mm-hmm. yeah, like and, just, and and slough. And it was river bottom, yeah. the right. area, which was ger- fertile, right, farmland. But they basically, my grandfather helped settle the area, right, and and again, great grandfather. They the deep ditches mm-hmm. ran everywhere, and, yeah. and 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 it basically sucked the water out of the land, mm-hmm. and then it was actually farmable. And uh, so there was these, sl- we called sloughs, mm-hmm. and uh, sloughs, and they had gates that controlled the water and whatnot. And yeah, our house lived on the slough. The outhouse was on the edge of the slough. Mm-hmm. And guess where everything ran? Right, into the slough. Into the slough. Yeah. You know. Um, but we were archaic compared to all my friends. Right. Yeah, I mean, you weren't living in the most modern of times for no. the time. But no. I mean, it's. In a way, it was uh, Columbia County, Appalachia. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. And it still kind of is a little bit uh, out uh, there. Yes, it's it is still that yeah. feel to it mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. <laughs> they upgraded the roads by turning them to rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> 
Well, but that's a perfect example, though. I mean, there was they they could have done something. The CSD could have stepped in. They could they have, could have. You know, yeah. and and they didn't. Um, and now we're we're going like quite the opposite direction where they are uh, oversensitive. They're oversensitive. You know, you so much as like blink wrong at your kid, and you're going to get in trouble for it. And everybody's you know, and I, I'm not saying that. But it's it not, makes as a parent you feel like the boogeyman's watching you right. all the time. Like the boogeyman's going to come and take your kids because you you know like yelled I, at him if in I public. Happen, if I happen to you know lock my kid up in public and I and I like you said raise my voice or whatever and or like I I, I firmly shake my finger at them. I could very easily get in trouble for that if somebody was over overzealous about you know the fact that oh you can't you know you, they're they're a delicate flower and they've got to be able to live their dream and yada 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 and I'm not against like the whole free range parenting movement or whatnot or those who want to let the kids express themselves or are willing to talk through things but um, I do try to balance it out because there are times where like tonight Temperance was very tired she was very hungry and I knew that her behavior was just a direct. We think she's hypoglycemic. We got to get her tested. So we were thinking, you know, I could see her mood swinging, but it wasn't because she was trying to be bad. It was just the physical problems. So I just swooped her up, cuddled her, and kind of like helped her through it and didn't let her get out of hand. Um, but it's that whole being attentive, watching yeah. what's going on. But, but at the same time, I, you know, there are other times where I can tell she's just being a bitch and she's just, <laughs> you know, she's just pushing the limits and it's going to get her, cause her some harm. And so I will be a lot harsher to her on that. And, you know, there are times where I've gotten sideways glances at a hardware store or something like that when I'm barking at my kids and knock it off because I'm sick of their bullshit. And <laughs> but when you don't realize there's a, a father on the other side of the aisle going, yeah. Thumbs up. That's usually, a thumbs up, by the way. Yeah, usually. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, you know, it, it, it's a weird time, especially just the difference in how my parents were doing when I was growing up and then their parents and so on and so forth. <coughs> um, it's a weird time to have to raise kids because you do have to kind of be careful. Like, am I going to get, if I, you know, if I get upset with them? Or like the time that Tempe was freaking out, and I was dragging her from the uh, the oh, uh, the I gymnasium was... at the high school to the car, and she was like, "No, don't take me, don't take me!" And she's screaming at the top of her lungs <laughs> and dragging behind me. So it looked like I'm abducting a kid, right? <laughs> and so times like that, you're like, "Ah, shit! <laughs> is well, this gonna come back and get me?" And what, what what you'll you'll see on that is you always hear the the negative person, the one that always speaks up the most, right? right. So. If there are 20 other parents that went, all right, he handled it, mm-hmm. you're only going to hear from the one who went, oh, he's being a horrible parent. Right. That's right. the only one that's going to speak up. Right. Yeah. You know. yeah. Everybody's always got an opinion, but usually they're only willing to give it when it's, you know, <laughs> when they're assholes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was going a different route. And no. then he said when they're assholes. I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, no, it's, I mean, it's, it, Three beers in. That yeah. was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it, it's. And like, I, I grew up with. Um, a couple of boys. There was three. One. Of my, there was two of. Two, there was three brothers. Two of them were my friends, and they were all scrawny as shit. Not very well. They were fed, but not like nutritiously. Yeah. Um. Her 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 go to thing was a tater tot casserole, and it was always tater tots that have been sitting in the freezer. I know before. someone would have loved that lifestyle. Under normal circumstances, I think it would. Be, and I'm probably like first world problems here in a second when you're here. But like the tater tots were always freezer burnt. It was uh-huh. always just like. Like it was like a can of cream of mushroom soup with a little bit of milk and some tater tots and green beans and something else all kind of tossed together. And she just threw it in the oven and that's what they ate. Um, they lived off like Ruffles chips and, and dip and whatnot. Um, super scrawny, super skinny. Uh, she was getting quite a lot of money in child support from mm-hmm. her ex. Um, and probably food stamps. and uh, Yeah, and she was living on a, um income-reduced property that the church was helping her out with. Oh, nice. And... 
every month that child support check came in and she had a new doll or porcelain doll collection. <laughs> These kids, yeah. Oh so, God! Right, and stuff like that. And so I'm just, and, and I remember one time I took one of my, those guys over to my grandma's house, and he steps out of the car. She's like, "Jesus Christ, is your mom not feed you? Get your ass in here!" She drags him into the kitchen and like pulls all of her leftovers out and just starts force feeding. Him. <laughs> it was damn near with a plunger, right? <laughs> um, he finally tapped out. He's like, "And I've never seen the guy stop eating before." And he's like, "I can't. I'm I'm done." And <laughs> it might have been your grandma. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> There's no no not. not with her this is this she could cook not not, oh. not my mom's dad my oh, dad's okay. mom my mom's mom okay never she mind cook. sorry yeah, no um <laughs> yeah no i enjoyed eating her food it was always good or at least before she went senile uh, well, <laughs> well no do you have any friends that that have dealt with with child services issues or any talk about i don't know that you didn't even know about it at school um yeah nowadays it's kept really on the down low um even though on our school website there's a a whole link of if you're a homeless student or anything along those lines, they have help for you out there. But right. for the most part, you generally don't know. I mean, you could guess. You see that kid come to school wearing in rags. Mm-hmm. You could say that person's homeless, but nowadays it could be an expression of free will, man. <laughs> hey, that's not much different than when I was going to school, yeah. though. Um, we'd, we'd, well, and high schoolers tend, uh, for all that they get a bad rep for being dramatic and mm-hmm. all that, they right. tend to stay out of each other's business. When it's serious yeah. and really bad, yeah, we, we're all just kind of like, that needs to be, <laughs> that's their own stuff. We don't mess with it. But if it's ca- something kind of petty, yeah, we'll, we'll jump all over. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Rip somebody up for it, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, she wore pink sneakers instead of blue sneakers, <laughs> and it's a Tuesday. Right <laughs> <laughs> after oh. Labor Day, yeah. Skechers, really? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. What is wrong with Skechers? <laughs> <laughs> I happen to live in Skechers right now, you little son of a bitch. <laughs> there goes your ride home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> I'll get one of the natives to take me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'd like you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Seriously, you have a problem with Skechers? What do you wear? <laughs> what do you rock? Nikes and Adidas. Nikes and Adidas. Yeah, like the poster boy bitch you are. <laughs> Speaking of Adidas, does he ever take his off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got he 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 loves that's his usually his go to shoe for school. Yeah. Are the um the what, the Lillards the Lebron? Yeah. Or, no, no, or, it was uh, Damian Lillard. Yeah, yeah, Damians. He calls them the Damians. Damians, Damians. Yeah, the D's. The Damians. <laughs> the Damians. Damians. Yeah. In fact, the um, that was a cool movie back in the day. The, the uh, one of the shoelaces is ripped, and I haven't, and it's almost a, it's almost in half, and I haven't gotten him new ones yet, and he's getting kind of sketched out by it. So. <laughs> when he can't wear them for whatever reason, he's like, put the Damien's. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, it, it is strange. It's just, it's it's strange. It's really, I mean, it's kind of a somber topic, so it's kind yeah. of like, eh, it wasn't much funny, but um, I just, I, I don't, I try to stay out of other people's parenting business unless the kid, unless I can, unless I see abuse. Really, I mean, honestly, um, I've I've only ever stepped in and said something when it looks like they're actually like manhand, like you know, whipping the kid around or whatever and yanking on them stuff like that. But otherwise, if somebody's having a bad day and they're barking at their kid, it's like okay, you know, I've been there for you know, I should have I been there. We were there today. I mean, <laughs> it happens. It's it's one of those things that as a parent you never have that perfect. You know, sometimes it's perfect and it's great. You know, what did Trent say to you in the car today? Um, I'm. You're looking fabulous. Like, oh, I I went to the wishing well and 
my my wish was that that mommy would look fabulous and she did and she did right and oh, there, it, it was super cute right and and he was just back there saying all these random things um and so you don't always get times like that where it's just yeah. you know the the happy-go-lucky and and the fun stuff you're the best mom ever oh, yeah like uh, he was full of love and and you know goodness but Tomorrow, you know, you'll tell him he can't have three desserts and all of a sudden you're, I'm the worst mom ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're a little fickle at this yeah, age. Well. <clears throat> and then you add into that other people getting in your business yeah. and, and those kinds of issues. And so it's just, it's, it's, you know, and I, you know, I'm I sure. Think, I think all parents should be on the lookout for the truly negligent or the right. truly abusive parent. And, and how the, many neighbors, <clears throat> obviously some neighbors saw the abusive parent with the kids locked in the right yeah, somebody right. had to have seen that yeah yeah well and just today up in my newsfeed popped up this article where uh, a six-year-old and a i want to say it was a three-year-old were found chained up in a backyard one was tied to a dog house and the other one was tied to like one of those uh you screw it in the ground yeah things. um and then and so and i don't remember how they were how they were found but the the cops were called in and when the cops got there there was more kids in the house that were all neglected and whatnot and the mom finally came back the next morning um and they arrested her on, on the spot and stuff like that and so where are those neighbors <laughs> why aren't they well they were smoking crack with the mom probably yeah. were yeah and, and, and so that does bring up a very good point of you know it, the uh what was that movie um Reese Witherspoon transported back in time to the small, not Smallville, um, Pleasantville? Pleasantville. Pleasantville. It wasn't back oh, when in it was time. black and white. It was black and white. It was into the TV show. Right, but, but yeah. like, you know, you, you, you head into these, some of these, like, Pleasantville situations where the neighborhoods are all prim and proper, and if you happen to hear somebody raising their voice or whatnot, it's all, it's all mm-hmm. crazy. And, it, and people are, like, all freaked out by it. But you, like you said, you go to these other places where, you know, uh, you, Little Billy's being bad again. Lock his ass up in the backyard. We'll let him sweat it out for a few hours and come back later. Lock him up in the closet like Harry Potter. Right. right. But he's a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, just kind of ground to a halt there. It was a depressing topic. I'll put it that way. I'm, yeah, not, I'm I... having a hard time finding the funnies. <laughs> <laughs> no, the funnies aren't there with they're, this they're, one. There are no funnies, no. Um, but it's... It just pisses me off. I mean, it, like I said, the, I could get in trouble for having my kid out in the backyard being a kid. Like, we're raising a generation, and I, I don't want to sound like some... We've had this conversation a lot of times about, you know, kids can't go to the park by themselves right. at age nine. Well, right. we've got an 11-year-old we send all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, like, what? what's next? What, what are we going to get in trouble for tomorrow? <laughs> like, yeah. all of a sudden, they can't... Like, I know, I know other parents of other kids who like can make their own food on the stove at at, at, age six at age six right and i'm like i would be so nervous that something would happen like they'd burn themselves or something but 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 not that they burn themselves and hurt themselves because guess what i don't think that would kill them and I, i think that that would be a great thing for them to know how to do responsibly it's that I would get in trouble for it. Right. Well, but on the flip side of that, though, knowing that kid and knowing that that particular yeah. scenario, I would have no qualms with him going in there and making food yeah. because of the, the, the analytical, very technical, just the way that his, his brain operates. Whereas I would not dare send Temperance into the kitchen alone mm-hmm. because she's so fluttery and, and, and fleety mm-hmm. and just bouncing around that it would just be like a pot of boiling water on her brother's head by accident and there would just be all sorts of bad stuff happening. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I wouldn't even come close to wanting to, to go that route. Um, and so 
yeah, it, so the park things. We send Ezra to the park. We let him yeah. go. Um, rugby. So you take Ezra's rugby game, for example. Mm-hmm. We're ways out. One of us ends up dropping him off. Yep. Then we go to pick up Tempe from daycare, drop her off at home. Then we go back to get him from, from practice. And then there's those parents that sit there and they'll just, and like there's literally a group of parents that set up yeah. seats in the field and they're just watching the kids. And, and well, if that's convenient for them, I have no qualms with it. But I know for a stated fact that she stays uh-huh. because she is worried something will physically happen to her child and she will need to take him to the emergency room. Right. She's like, I want to be there to be able to make medical decisions for him. I'm like, no. okay. And she literally said that out. I mean, right. and, and it's fine. I'm not saying she can't do that. I'm saying that does come across as a bit on the helicopter parenting side of things. Like, it's like I signed a release form saying that I trust this person enough, this coach, that if something happens... They're going to call me, and if they have to put them on an ambulance and I'll meet them at the hospital, that, that's what will happen. Yeah. We'll go do that, and I'm okay with that. I don't need to be floating around at the uh, at the practice. And, and, and I need Ezra to have some – it's also a convenience factor for me. Like, you know, if I've got – there's been times I've got all the kids in the car with me, and two of them are asleep, and I don't want to wake them up. So I'll toss them a $20 bill, run into Safeway, get me this, this, and this, pay the cashier, and then come out when you're done. So it's kind of a convenience thing from our point, too, that I can do that with him, but I've got enough confidence that I've given him enough direction. But that's also a teaching thing. You're just outside. Right. Go yeah. buy this. Yeah. Come right. back to me. Yep. It's not like you're sitting at home and says, go yeah. buy mom and some cigarettes. Exactly. You know. But people do that and don't get bad at an eyelash. But It, it happened when I was mm-hmm. when I was growing up, the out living out there. Yeah. The, the Quincy store was three miles away. I would send walk, get walking with a note saying, please let him buy the cigarettes for me. <laughs> and they allowed it. And they allowed it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. see, stuff like that, I don't have a problem with him no longer allowing that. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. But <clears throat> well, it's the, the, you know, the swimming today, actually, something reminded me. When I was a quid, 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 take some more alcohol. Yeah, your yeah I might yeah. get more clear. Thank you for recommending that. Um, you know, writing something now is it now the quid show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The um, I would get dropped off at the swimming pool. Yeah. And when I was done swimming, I walked up to the tavern, knocked on the door, says, I'm here. They'd send out a pop and a bag of potato chips. And when they were done, we went home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and today, it wouldn't just be bad. It, you'd be taken away. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be like, a hey, you really shouldn't do that. Like, you would be taken away just for that, let alone everything else. Yeah. And in the swimming pool, I was there on my own. Yeah. Just here and you go. And they wouldn't even let you in now. Like, no. at that age, they won't, they won't even let, like, I couldn't, I can't send I was, Ezra to the swimming that pool. That would happen, in, that was happening to me from 8 through 11. Yeah. And I, I mean, I couldn't even, if Ezra went to the swimming pool right now today, and said, hey, my mom sent me with $3 to go to the swimming pool. They would be like, yeah, and they still have to assign a release form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, come, like, back, come back you to your can, parent, kid. You can't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah. Right. The same thing with the movie. Yeah. Yep. Drop me at the movie. Movie. I'd, I'd walk all the way through class, can I, out to the City View Tavern and knock on the door, say, I'm here. Well, all right, go sit in the car. Here's your bag of potato chips and soda pop. Yeah. I could get away with sending Ezra to a movie, mm-hmm. but... Well, walking all the way through town at at 9 o'clock, at 10 o'clock at night? No, no. And not only that, they were too drunk to drive, so I would sit on their lap and drive the car home. On the dikes with the ditches 20 feet deep. Parent goals. What's that? Parenting goals. (laughs) Parenting goals. Well, you know, in some ways... But I did survive. Yeah. In some ways, I have to give them credit for realizing I'm too, you know... 
Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no. there, there's, I'm no, too I drunk don't. to drive, and then I'm too drunk, so I'll have this person who doesn't know how to drive sit on my lap while I control the brake and the part, throttle, <laughs> and they control the steering. Mm-hmm. See, it, it, it takes a bad situation to a whole it's new teamwork. level. It's not. It's so not. <laughs> You're learning yeah. so much about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but see, not all of that's for bad. I mean, the the not letting your kids sit in the car at 10 o'clock at night outside the tavern while you're still getting drunk. That's, that's a good thing that, that we, we don't let, you know, that we kind of harp on people for that, but not letting somebody have their kid go out in their backyard that's fully fenced. Exactly. And they're keeping an eye on them and the kids are healthy and happy and everything's good to go. I guess my point is if that crap could happen and right. still you end up halfway normal at the end, yeah. how is someone complaining about the kids playing in the backyard, you know, and being watched from the window? Right. right. And how is that a bad thing? Yeah. yeah. I know it's it, it's and, and you know we've got listeners who have harped on this fact before that we're basically raising a generation of giant pussies that aren't able to function and I don't necessarily always fully agree with that sentiment I mean it's okay to like be sensitive as parents and whatnot and be a little more in tune to the kids needs but there's there's always that happy medium you can go too far one way or the other and it can cause issues so um, well I, I do believe of any and maybe I'm not giving enough credit to my grandchildren, mm-hmm. but if any one of my grandchildren got put in a situation, they would not have survived. Right. No. I, and I don't. You know. I don't. Dis- I don't disagree with that. Um, and yeah. Well, I also if any one of your grandchildren got put in that situation, and you caught wind of it, we wouldn't yeah, survive. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So there's that too. So <laughs> yeah, you know. it used to be the family. I think families covered a lot more for yes. yeah. for yeah. things, and and I don't think that happens. It didn't talk much. about. It. Well, yeah. it's kind of kind of like my reference to Appalachia. Yeah. You know, you don't talk about the weird uncle. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. And what happens in his bedroom stays in his bedroom, kind of thing, or in the barn, the, or with yeah. the sheep, or with right. the, you know, yeah, it's. Ah, <laughs> from, from my experience, the parents that uh, were given free range as kids will be more likely to be strict with the child, where the parent that had strict rules as a child be more likely to give their child there free is, range. There is some truth to I, that. Yeah. I mean, that, that's... Oh, oh you yawn. I did yawn. So my bad. stepdad, for example, he was given completely free range as a child had very little consequences for the things he did and now he sees to it that i get punished for sneezing at the wrong time and then there's my mother who was given in her opinion strict to semi-strict rules and i call bullshit because i grew up with her and she was pretty much allowed to do whatever the heck she wants wanted especially when she lived with her dad Mm mm-hmm so, I'm sorry. I, I get to call bullshit. <laughs> I have. I wasn't there, so I can't <laughs> dispute that. Yeah. Well, some of this, I will say, some of your perspective is your teenager. Just your. It's a, it's a difference in looking at it, um, knowing your stepdad, knowing how he is. Not all of it's bad. Not all of it's necessarily that big of a deal. But there's always a happy medium. There's always a happy medium, but. Um, and as stupid as it sounds, it's all from love. Um, but he's also very much of the Columbia County closed-minded, like, cons- like just there's certain things you have to do. Like you just listen, you know, you don't, you don't argue that kind of stuff. And I, I'm, I'm kind of a 
I lean more towards that direction myself. If I tell my kid I want them to do something, I fucking expect it to get done. And when they sit there and ask me why 42 times, I will explain it to you after it's done. Because <laughs> uh, the why is it, we're wasting so much time here. Um, well, that is the goal. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so uh, the, the, I think your perspective on that will change a little bit as you get older. Not saying that all that you're not all right or wrong or anything like in what you're saying there. Um, but it's also weird being the step parent <laughs> being the one it's that's super I, weird I, I probably i have a very close friend that lives a minute away from me and i talk to him about it like do you have issues with your dad or anything and i noticed that a lot of the conflicts with my stepdad are because he is my stepdad not yeah, it happens and it's a rough position a, lo- a lot of the conflicts would exist whether he was your stepdad or your dad or because even yeah the, sometimes the pressures on him is to be a little bit more of a parent because of the the pressures that it put on him like as a step parent cuz I was there once too um you have so much more ground to cover in a way if you want the kids to at least like even like you a little bit because there's not that built in there's not that built-in adoration. Well, like you're, you're kind of <laughs> unique in your situation with your biological father because what happened, et cetera, et cetera. But like when you've got somebody who had two parents that lived together or were together for a time, and for all things considered, they're not bad people. They're just no longer together. Um, they have that automatic love and adoration for the dad and the mom or whatever. So when you walk in there as the stepdad or the stepmom, you almost feel like you have to perform <laughs> like da, 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 to make up that ground and make up that difference. And sometimes the stresses of that cause you to fuck shit up. I've also, done that. also I'm not like, and I'm going to speak from personal experience. I'm not just parenting Ezra for myself as mm-hmm. a parent. I'm parenting him. I have to, th- every time I do anything with him, make any kind of decision. I have not, I don't have to just think about how I feel about it. I also have to think about how he feels about it. And about how his mom feels about it. About how Ezra's mom feels about right, it. Right. Not my mom. Not Ezra's mom. His, yeah. <laughs> Clarification. Yeah. Drinking. Um, so, it's not just about, like, if, if Tempe and Ezra come to me with the same question, can I ride my skateboard around the neighborhood by myself? If Tempe asks, I get to make that decision because I'm the mom. And I know that I, like, I may ha- take into account what I think Justin's feelings are, but I don't have to. <laughs> He's shaking his head, like, don't let me Shaking my it. head, no, and she's, like, glaring at me. Um, so, but I, I know that no matter what I decide, I, I'm in control of the situation. If Ezra asked me the same question, I don't have to just think about whether or not I want him to do it. I also have to think about whether or not Justin would be okay with it. I have to think about whether or not... Ezra's mom would be okay with it what the consequences would be if the consequences if something were to happen to either one of them on that same trip would have different repercussions for me as a person too right and that's weird for me too being divorced and having to worry about what what is my ex going to think of this and and so you have these like even look at the Kyron Horman case mm-hmm. right so you have this little kid his stepmom allegedly drops him off and then he disappears from school. And who, who'd they blame? They blame the stepmom. 
Now, I'm not saying she didn't do anything wrong. In fact, I think she probably did. <laughs> but the first person they went to is, oh, it must have been the stepmom. And, and they were actually looking for reasons to blame her. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and, Forgive my hoarseness. Yeah. You're fine. So, and, and I want you to think about the fact that happened. The way that that case happened was almost an exact parallel to what was going on in our lives at the exact same time. Kyron was the same age as Ezra, Ezra. was. Mm-hmm. I had just had a baby. She had just had a baby. Um, like they'd been, they'd been married the same amount of time that Justin and I had been married. Like all this stuff like lined up almost exactly. And I'm like, if Ezra disappeared, whether I had anything to do with it or not, I'd be the first suspect. And that's just a creepy feeling. <laughs> like there's a lot of pressure, extra pressure as a step parent um, that I don't think a lot of people quite understand. Right. Because it's, and it's not about that. It's not like I think about that every day. I'm like resentful of it. I just have to keep those things in mind. Yep. So it, what's that? How was that? Um, that, uh, it gets better campaign. <laughs> I know it's supposed to apply to other parts, but it does get better. It does it gets get better by leaving. It's a, no, you know, it's a very, I, that's I am, actually a little bit true. Well, and, and I, I was very much there with my it, father it, 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 when I was, it's you, different it, levels. It, no, it's very different levels, but I remember being there. And then I, there's things to look back on and now and I'm like, you know, I, I think I was right here, here and here. But here, 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 and here, where I was pissed off, I'm like, eh, I was just a dick. <laughs> so <laughs> there's equal dickiness. There is, there is very much so. But I don't want to go too much deeper into that little pitfall because you don't want to piss anybody off. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to go down that rabbit. <laughs> right, that's a rabbit hole. I just don't want. I don't want to visit that particular uh, that particular section. So um, I, I think we've we've really downed uh, you know yeah. been a downer enough on this episode. So I got um, drunk in everything and right. it was still a downer. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, I think we're all just exhausted. And that too. Yeah, we were swimming for like what? Well, four we were hours. actually talking about a serious subject. It was yeah. a very serious subject, so it made it harder <coughs> to be you know. It's hard to it's. It's hard to be funny. Yeah. I was looking for a fancier word, but yeah. yeah when you're talking about a subject like that, yeah. you know, I could be funny about it. A kid yeah. in chains being fed parade hot dogs. Hot dogs. Trent would love it. The, the, the hot dogs part, not the chains. Sorry. No. Let me, let, me, let me rephrase that. That kid would subsist on hot dogs if we let him. I mean, he does already pretty Although the chains do sound fun, kind of fun. <laughs> in different, completely different scenario. Yes. <laughs> So, babe, how can they contact us? Uh, I'm drunk. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> the website, badparentingpodcast.com, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, search for that. Mm-hmm. And then voicemail line is 503-609-0375. Right. Or email grounded at badparentingpodcast.com or Justin or I'm Jody. Jody. Yep. And we wow. did have a voicemail, a voicemail this week, but I have no way to hook it up to the soundboard, yeah. so we'll play it next week. Plus, it's, I, I I can tell from the topic of the voicemail, it would not have fit the topic of this show. Who was? It was Slacker. Okay. So cool. we'll play it next week, Slacker, Excited and it'll actually um it'll 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 be a lot better if we do it that way. <laughs> we are also now um, running the or part of the podcast collective network. Um, on that network, you can find such great shows as well us. Um, also on the block, No Hope for Humanity, The Coffin Joe Cast, The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, and Forty Going On Fourteen. And just over this weekend, we've signed up. Well, quote unquote, sign up. It sounds all official. We've got three new shows that are coming to the network. They're going to become part of it. So those will be officially launched here soon. When they are launched, we will announce them. So look forward to that. 
Um, and I think that's really all the announcements thus far, right? Yeah. So uh, live from Canada, woo! <laughs> <laughs> we're all exhausted from swimming like all day in the sun. Um, babe, if you have nothing else to add. Okay, until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast. A conversational show about all aspects of parenting. The good, the bad, and the smelly. All right, let's get silence for a second. Bastard. (laughs) (laughs) I was glad I got that out before I tried starting the show. Okay. It's all done now. Here it goes.